Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 209, The Marble Jar of Trust. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. Hey everyone, you know I like clever titles and Brene Brown came up with this title. So I am gonna give her the credit. I want you to listen to something that she said at an Oprah Super Soul Saturday or Sunday or Super Soul Day. And it resonated with me so much, it became a staple in our house. So I'm gonna play it right now. It's like two minutes long and it's so powerful. One day my daughter Ellen came home from school. She was in third grade. And the minute we closed the front door, she literally just started sobbing and slid down the door until she was just kind of a heap of crying on the floor. And of course, I was, it scared me. And I said, oh my, what's wrong, Ellen? What happened? What happened? And she pulled herself together enough to say, I, something really hard happened to me today at school, and I shared it with a couple of my friends during recess. And by the time we got back into the classroom, everyone in my class knew what had happened. And they were laughing and pointing at me and calling me names. And it was so bad, and the kids were being so disruptive, that her teacher even had to take marbles out of this marble jar. And the marble jar in the classroom is a jar where if the kids are making great, be you know, great choices together, the teacher adds marbles. If they're making not great choices, the teacher takes out marbles. And if the jar gets filled up, there's a celebration about the, for the class. And so she said, it was one of the worst moments of my life. They were laughing and pointing, and Ms. Bauckham, my teacher, kept saying, I'm going to take marbles out, you know, and she didn't know what was happening. And she looked at me, and she, just with this face that is just seared into my mind, and said, I will never trust anyone again. And my first reaction, to be really honest with you, was damn straight. Um, <laughs> You don't tell anybody anything but your mama. <laughs> um, yeah, right? That's it. I mean, that was my, that was my like, you, you just tell me. And when you grow up and you go off to school, mama will go too. I'll get a little apartment. Um, and the other thing I was thinking, to be quite honest with you, is I will find out who those kids were. <laughs> And while I'm not going to beat up a nine-year-old, I know they're mamas. Uh, I, that's, you know, that's the place you go to. And I'm like, how am I going to explain trust to this third grader in front of me? So I took a deep breath and I said, Ellen, trust is like a marble jar. She said, what do you mean? And I said, you share those hard stories and those hard things that are happening to you with friends who over time you filled up their marble jar They've done thing after thing after thing where you're like, I know I can share this with this person. Does that make sense? So isn't that so good? Oh my goodness. I, when I heard that, I was like, that's so true. And it goes back to Saturn. It's kind of like a target. If you've ever played archery or darts, 
like in the center of the target is you. And then around that center target is the circle of influence, the circle of vulnerability, the circle of love. And as it gets further out, doesn't mean you love those people less. They just have less influence as the further they go out on the dartboard. It's kind of like when I'm watching true crime, which I'm legit obsessed with. Whenever there's a crime, what do they do first? They go to the people closest to the victim to see who looks sus. And isn't it crazy? It's usually the spouse. I'm like, oh my goodness. But I think I watch a little bit too much true crime that has to do with like love triangles and stuff like that. Like married with secrets, fatal vows. I'm like, this is, this, this is bizarre how it's always the spouse. But they go straight to the spouse. Then sometimes they look at the kids. Then they'll look to see if the spouses are cheating. Then they'll look to the coworkers or the boss or the employees. They didn't usually go to the siblings, but they'll eventually get to the siblings. And so you can kind of see their circle of influence. They go to the circle of vulnerability first because love makes people go a cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So they look at the people first and then they slowly but surely like a puddle, like a throwing a rock in the lake, the ripples go out. So with marble jars, if we've been hurt in the past, especially when we were a child, our marble jars are going to feel depleted going into any relationships of vulnerability. Who are we most vulnerable with? The people that live within our four walls today. And sometimes the brain will go back to the four walls that we grew up in to compare and contrast. And it will say unconsciously, ooh, that person hurt me. I am not going back to that. So we put up walls to protect ourselves in advance to not get hurt. All humans do this. It's completely normal. But when you drop those walls, all of a sudden vulnerability comes out. And vulnerability breeds vulnerability. It's kind of like when you were a kid and you used to say, I'll share a secret with you if you share a secret with me. And then your friend would be like, I have a crush on Jimmy. And then you're like, oh my goodness, no way. I skipped third period last week and I feel really guilty about it. So you share secrets because you're like, oh my goodness, she shared something with me. So I feel comfortable sharing a secret with her. And that's the same thing with the marble jar. Now, there are obvious things that break trust. Like yelling breaks trust. If you yell at a child, the child will lose trust. If the child yells at you, you lose trust. Lying, stealing, sneaking out, skipping school, punching walls, keeping promises. Those are all things that are very obvious that take out marbles out of the marble jar. A lot of times they will dump the entire marble jar out. Now, do we have a physical marble jar? No, it's a very symbolic way of thinking about our relationships. And our relationship with ourselves, when we make promises to ourselves and then we keep that promise, we add marbles into our marble jar of trust. We have to have that integrity and that trust within ourselves first. But a lot of times we break our own promises and it's okay to break them. Sometimes we just don't want to dump out the whole marble jar because in a relationship, we've talked about this, thinking of it like a bank account. We make additions and withdrawals and we make deposits and withdrawals all the time with bids of affection. And then when we hold back affection, that's actually making withdrawal and unconscious with withdrawal. So you are going to make withdrawals out of your marble jar and other people will take things out of your marble jar too. It's part of the human experience. It's part of relationships. They're messy. We break marble jars sometimes. So the only thing that you can control is your own marble jar and the trust that you have within yourself. But you will also be able to take 
marbles out of your marble jar and you won't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. So when it's the biggies, we know that that really, really depletes the marble jar. But there's the smaller, more insignificant things that can just take out baby marbles. So when you think about it, that took a lot of marbles out of my jar, or that took two marbles out of my jar. It's a tangible way of describing like that hurt when you told them a secret that I don't want you to tell, or you said you brushed your teeth and you didn't. That took a marble out of my marble jar for you. And vice versa, when you don't keep a promise or you show up late, you're supposed to be there at 2.30 and you get there at 2.33, that takes, let's just say, three marbles out of their jar. So it's a way for them to describe, no biggie, you were three minutes late, but that took three marbles out of my jar. So then you can have the conversation of how can I repair that and put those three marbles back or even put six marbles back. Wouldn't that be fun? So it's talked about in a light and fluffy NBD way, not I don't trust you, you're the horrible person, I can never depend on you. Or like if you go to the store and your kids ask you to pick up jelly beans and you come home and you forget the jelly beans, that might take one marble out of the jar of not getting the jelly beans, not getting the jelly beans, but it also shows your human side that you forgot. Like if I don't write things down, it's pretty much like not in my brain anymore. I was the worst server. I was a server for like three months at Chili's and I was the worst server because I was good about the big stuff and I thought I was pretty friendly. But like if they asked me for ketchup as I'm walking by, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm telling you, if I didn't write ketchup down on a piece of paper, there was going to be no ketchup at that table for the rest of eternity unless I wrote it down. So I'm always telling my kids, I will forget if you tell me verbally, shoot me a text, put a sticky note on my dash, send me smoke signals, send me an email, write, on, write it on my forehead. I, it's good as done if I write it down. I even show them where my notes section is in my phone so they can just add it on my notes section because that's where I keep all my to-dos. And I'm talking like the tiny stuff and the big stuff goes on my to-do list. And also share with your kids the humanness of you, of how you take marbles out of their jar, or sometimes you can talk out loud about how you wanted to make a bad choice, but then you thought it through and you're like, no, wait, I'm going to make a good choice. Like the other day, Lily's super, super protective of her skincare and hair care products. And we were traveling together and she doesn't mind sharing, but she just likes to ask me to ask first. And she was at a, I don't know, she wasn't around. So I was like, I really want to borrow this soap, but I should probably ask her first but I'm gonna take some and she's never gonna know. And then I'm like, no, wait, I probably shouldn't do that. I'll just wait till next time I'm in the shower washing my hands and I'll ask her next time. So then I share with her later, I was like, oh my goodness, I was so gonna take some soap and not tell you or ask you later, but I know that's a big marble thing for you. And I even wanted to lie by omission, but I resisted. So sharing that part of your own brain of how it works, of how you think through things. And the marble jar is just a very good tangible way of describing trust that is built within yourself. So that's the conversation you're having with yourself. And that's also a good way to talk about building trust in relationships with others. And you can do that with your relationship with your child. If they're little, you could do a marble jar and fill it up with marbles. You could fill it up with jelly beans. You could fill it up with M&Ms. You could fill it up with styrofoam balls. You could have fun with it, but it's just a good visual for you and who you're in relationship with to describe the trust that's built within your relationship. And also always talk about things that add marbles to your jar, like when they keep a secret or like when you show up on time or like when you move the stuff to the dryer that's supposed to be fluffed and not wrinkly or when you brush your teeth and then you say you brush your teeth and then you actually did it. Talk about that stuff too because the brain always wants to focus on the negative 
but make sure we're focusing on the positive too and what they're doing right and what adds marbles to the jar. And that breeds vulnerability too. Just like we share a secret with a friend and they share a secret back, share what breeds vulnerability, share what adds marbles to the jar. And then you're gonna add more marbles to the jar just in talking with it because you build that closeness and connection through that conversation. Then they know that they can depend on you and you can depend on them. And I'm not talking depend on you to be at the games cheering the loudest, but depend on you that you're gonna show up on time, that you're gonna move the clothes to the dryer, that you're gonna get that thing at the store for them, that you're gonna ask to borrow something when that doesn't belong to you. And that stuff builds trust. And that stuff is the big stuff. It sounds very little, but it adds up to the big stuff. And then you also do the big stuff too, but the little stuff is a lot of times where the marbles are taken out and added to. But when you have an abundance, then you have lots in your savings account, so to speak. So when a marble comes out, it's much easier to replenish or to refill because that trust is built up over time. And it's a compound effect of trust, love, connection, dependability, and reliability. And then guess what they do when they grow up? They go and they find people that will have lots of marbles in their jar that feels like home where they can trust, they can be reliable on both sides of the street. They're gonna be drawn to people that are trustworthy, reliable, dependable, keep their word, and they're also gonna become someone who's trustworthy, reliable, and keep their word. And when you have that in your home and you have lots of full marble jars, you're gonna have more harmony in the home. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week, bye-bye. Hey mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.